Bidzy Small Business Society number 167. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today, I am joined by Alex Rodriguez. Alex is an author, speaker, and creative strategist who helps successful companies raise their visibility, transform their brand, and attract more business. He's produced content for clients on four different continents in three different languages and has won several awards for advertising and social media. Alex heads the team at YMMY Marketing, where they utilize a wide variety of digital tactics to help businesses connect their brands with potential customers. Welcome, Alex. Thanks for taking the time today. Can you first tell us more about yourself, then about what projects you're working on today? Well, first off, thanks, Rob, for inviting me to the podcast. I'm looking forward to our conversation today, and hello to everybody listening. Uh, Yeah, so like you said, my name is Alex Rodriguez, and Actually, the name of our agency is Yummy. It's just without the U, so it's Yummy Marketing, and uh, and and like you said, we help businesses just expand their visibility through a variety amount of tactics. Uh, our specialization is in creative, cre- creative and strategic ta- uh, tactics. So strategy doesn't do the whole thing. I like to say that um, strategy without creative is 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 dead, doesn't have a soul, right? So we do have to have some creative in there and we produce creativity, whether it's on the audio, the visual format, et cetera, like that. Um, I am an author. I'm the author of Digital Bacon. The book is uh, has been published in English and in Spanish and has reached Amazon bestseller status in four different categories among both languages. And uh, and the book is really, just to give a quick summary, it's about the five qualities that uh, that characterize a successful online presence for a business. Uh, and I've gone through that in the book. And, um, and aside from that, I am also a podcaster. So my podcast is the Digital Marketing Minute, where That's I go- It's a great o- one, Alex. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, 
where I just basically go over quick tips and the, the, the podcast is for the busy entrepreneur, the busy business owner that, um, that may want to listen to something in between podcasts that they like, like this one, uh, just a quick chunk, something to get them thinking as they market their business. Uh, and each episode is literally 60 seconds long. Um, so I invite your audience to listen to that. Um, as far as an agency, the problem that we see with with agencies, and I come from a traditional ad agency background, and the big problem that I see is that in today's age where information is so prevalent, there's content about anything you want online and is very easily accessible, yet traditional ad agencies are in the business of shielding their clients from that knowledge. So they benefit when their clients know the least and can rely on them the most, can depend on them the most. And we think that's wrong. We want to flip that model around. So what we want to do is inform uh, our clients and potential clients and even people that aren't our clients the most possible so that they can make the wisest decisions, whether it's with you know tactics or strategies or with their investment, uh, they can make the best decisions. And, and we find that the most informed clients are actually the best clients. Uh, so if those, if those people that consume our content decide to become a client of ours, they are much more appreciative of what we're doing. They have a better knowledge of what they're investing in. And we have a much you know, better relationship as we go along. So uh, we do this in several ways. You know, Obviously, we have our client services. But in terms of informing people, we have, aside from my book, my podcast, etc., we have workshops that we do, whether it's in-house. We do some online workshops. And, um, and this is all around informing people, uh, again, on, on what to do, what works, what doesn't work, so they can make better decisions. Um, why do I, why do I have this passion for helping people? Well, you know what? Um, throughout my my time, my my life, I'm going to turn 41 this month, believe it or not. But uh, very late in my life, I discovered that the name my parents gave me was actually a very meaningful name. So my name is Alexander, my full name. Um, if you go look on it, you know the meaning of Alexander on Google or whatever, just from the Greek. What it originally means is helper of people. And when I discovered that, yeah, it was preordained. When I discovered that fact, my eyes were open that the meaning of my name actually aligned with what makes me the most passionate, which is helping other people, um, helping them grow, helping them succeed. Um, So this is the attitude that we have with our clients, with people that touch our businesses in in any way possible, is that we help them. And if you talk to any of our clients, they'll they'll say that they enjoy having us as almost like a part of their team, you know, coming alongside them and helping them grow. Wow, Alex, what a great intro. Thank you so much for that. And so many questions have come up, but the first one I want to ask you here is you you sort of told us uh, some of the vehicles of giving that information to your clients. What is the actual information? What are two or three things, two or three pieces of information you would really give to your clients to help them beef up their digital strategy? Well, that, that's that's really a great uh, way to start with what is our core philosophy. So we practice what we preach. And the thing that we practice the most, as I, the, the most, as I mentioned, is that we give information away. We want to inform our clients. And it goes back to the core of what we believe works today, which is um, – 
this whole idea that we're living in a digital era, we're, di- we're living in a world where information is fast, it's accessible, it's, it's no longer a, something that is, is valuable to shield from people, but rather the more information you give, the better uh, you're perceived in the marketplace. So what we do, the main t- tactic uh, that we try to teach our clients is to practice the same thing that we're doing, which is right now consumers and clients uh, – you know, in the whereas in the past they would expect value to be granted after the transaction, after the monetary transaction. So, in in simple words, you pay them and then you receive the value you pay for. Yeah, the key uh, to the and, gate, right? Yeah, exactly. There was a key to that gate, and in the old model, there was no value given until you went through that pay gate. So, right now, it the 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 transfer of value has changed. Everything has evolved to a point where customers actually expect the value to be given ahead of that monetary transaction. Uh, these entitled millennials, right? <laughs> yeah, these entitled. But it's it's a fact of reality. Now, you can, you can sit in the corner and fight and cry about it, or you can just <laughs> accept the fact that this is the era that we live in and move on from there. So we've accepted the fact, and what we do is we give out the information. We teach our, our, our clients, listen, what are those things that can immediately help a potential customer that do not cost you, you know, time or effort or you're not giving your product away or anything like that. And certainly there are some instances in which giving a product sample might be a valuable way to acquire a client. But what is in, in terms of helping them, in terms of solving a quick problem, what is it that you can give away ahead of time? And uh, and we like to call that selling before the sale, right? Because before that monetary transaction, before people give up, decide to give up their money in exchange for that value, there's a much deeper and more essential transaction. And it's the transaction of attention is what I call. So when people pay attention to you and say, okay, I, I, you say you have a solution to my problem. I'm going to grant you one minute or maybe this podcast, like 30, 30 minutes. I'm going to grant you these 30 minutes for you to, to prove that you can solve my problem. That is a transaction that is much more critical than even the monetary transaction because if that transaction is not successful, and I'm referring to the transaction of attention, then the the monetary transaction probably never takes place, right? So this is the era we live in and this is the prime tactic that we're teaching them. And naturally, alongside with uh, conveying that that value um, is issues like distribution and promotion and channel selection and whatnot, which we could go a lot deeper into. Yeah, we could. Now, one thing that really comes up right now, though, is you're talking about the tools and resources that you're giving your clients to engage with their customers. Now, talk about in this day and age, in this digital age, what are customers, both figuratively and literally, what are they entitled to in this marketplace? Yeah, like I said, like I said, um, the the customers today are expecting value, and usually that value comes along in a way where. Um, one of the things that I, I teach is that content is product, right? There's a, there's a one-to-one parity with what content is, valuable content and product, because the, the dictionary uh, definition of a product is, if you go to the, you know, any marketing dictionary, you'll see that product is that which satisfies a need or a desire in the marketplace. That's what a product is. And when we define 
a, 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 a piece of content, a valuable, helpful, or even entertaining content that way as product, now we can say, okay, well, this is something valuable that we're putting out. So content, as you know, comes in many forms. You're producing great content through your podcast, and you are proving that this is a source of knowledge and an information and, and hopefully something that solves uh, the problem. You know, the advice that we're giving out today solves a problem or it helps people think in a, in a, in a more clever way or in a different way about their, their situation. Uh, that content also comes in in many, many different forms. We generate anything from infographics to video production to quizzes to um, you name it. I mean, really anything. At the end of the day, the medium and the channel is not as important as whether the content is valuable and actually resonates with people's deepest desires or needs. So Alex, how do we define that value? Do we define it ourselves and then launch or do we test it and have uh, other people define it? How, what does that process look like in really defining that value? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a great question. And maybe to frame the answer to my question, I'm going to go back and I'm allowed to go, go ask you to go back to the um, the framework that I put out in my book itself because... Um, that's exactly what I talk about is uh, the digital bacon, which sounds like a joke <laughs> from a title, but it's actually a framework that I've developed. Uh, B-A-C-O-N is actually an acronym for the five qualities of a successful digital presence. And those five, um, those five qualities actually define exactly what you're saying, which is how to define that value, how to make sure that that value that you're putting out is actually attractive and meaningful to a potential audience. So the B in the bacon formula just represents based on reality. At the end of the day, what we put out there is not based on whims or desires of what the, what we dreamed up one night or you know what my mom likes, the color that my sister likes, but it's rather what does the marketplace, uh, what is what are they asking for? What are they looking for at this moment? What solves their problem? Um, and what other alternatives are out there in the marketplace that could solve the same problem? Uh, once you kind of see that reality, then you can sort of say, well, this is actually what is valuable, what could be meaningful for uh, this specific market at this moment in time. Uh, the A in the framework stands for aim towards results. So when we put out that valuable content, uh, that valuable uh, online presence, we want to make sure that it has a result. And I'm speaking about specifically a business result for us. So what result are we looking to get out there? Uh, are we looking for more sales? Are we looking for subscriptions? Are we looking for um, engagements, visits, appointments? I mean, what does that look like? And how does that content actually serve the purpose of putting our, our pu uh, pushing forward our business goals. Uh, so the C stands for creatively developed. And, and this also goes to the root of your question on uh, how do we know it's valuable. Uh, we're living in an era where the highest examples of creativity are accessible to us without taking off our pajamas from our smartphone <laughs> without brushing our teeth. We can see the <laughs> highest examples of human creativity in, in history. Uh, and this is, this is why what we put out there has to be of a high quality enough so that we know, you know, knowing that it's going to be compared against the highest examples of creativity, we know that it's not going to be weeded out as something low value, low quality, but it rather stands up in, in the test of the standards set forth today. 
the O stands for organized and propagation. So we need to make sure that not only what we put out is valuable enough, but it's actually distributed in a smart way so that it, reach our intended, it reaches our intended audience. So the last portion of the digital bacon formula is N, which stands for numerically measured. And numerically measured just means that we are going to measure the success or the failure of what we're putting out there, uh, not based on adjectives or whims or vague notions on good, bad, it was okay, but rather did it hit the key performance indicators that we were aiming towards, right? So if we aimed for a piece of content and we said that success meant that it was going to have 10,000 views, then we're going to be, be able to measure did it hit less uh, or more than that amount of views. And the, the good thing about numerically measured is that whether we meet our goals or we don't meet our goals, we'll have a very objective basis uh, upon which to optimize that information. So if it didn't meet the goal, was it because of poor distribution? Was it because, because it didn't convey the message clearly enough? I mean, what, what happened? What, what, how did it fail? But we'll have a numeric basis to uh, figure that out on, on its own. So I, I think that this formula, the, the BACON formula, actually helps us uh, determine that question of quality, value in a much more objective way. Alex, bacon is not just delicious breakfast or supper food, but this is the highest example of creativity. And I want to say, I actually, from my pajamas, without brushing my teeth today, I found one of those pieces of content today, and that was the viral video created by Dollar Shave Club. Just fantastic. And, you know, I was looking yeah, around absolutely. trying to find, uh, find you know, some content that I could use to inspire me to create my own viral video on Kickstarter, and that's one of those pieces of content that I came across. Can you give us one of those pieces of content right now that really inspires you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, one of the one of the ones that I speak about in the book is uh, it was the Wendy's. Um, oh gosh, it was the Wendy's campaign for the uh, for for one of their sandwiches. So they hired boys to men uh, to talk about. Uh, it, it was it was basically people tweeted about how much they liked the, the one of their offerings, and uh, and they hired boys to men to string out a song based on those tweets that people delivered. And it was once again spread by wildfire by the, the same people that tweeted it out and much more saying, wow, look at how cool, you know, what Boys to Men did with our tweets. So it's a very, very creative way to use content, but it goes back to putting forth, you know, the brand. It's, it, it goes to the core of what the brand is, what is our product offering, um, to create something viral and, 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 um, that's, this is the big question with viral content is that it's uh, sometimes it's easy to make something viral because all you have to do is go out and do something controversial and you'll be in all the news, the news, uh, <laughs> the, you know, the afternoon news and everything like that. But how well does it serve your brand, right? That's the big challenge is to do something that people want to talk about, but it also goes to the core of what is my brand and what is my product and what are the values that um, I'm trying to put forth and does this viral content actually embody those values. And I think that's the big challenge. Great stuff, Alex. Can you, in bullet point form, just break down the BACON acronym for us one more time? Oh, absolutely. So B stands for based on reality. The, uh, the most successful campaigns are not based on wishes or whims, but rather on research facts about the market, the competition, and what your product or offering is. The second one is A, 
aimed towards results. At the end of the day, we're not aiming towards just putting stuff out there, but we're actually a business result that moves our business forward. Uh, C stands for creative de- creatively developed. Creatively developed means that uh, a successful digital campaign actually has to present itself in the best light possible. Uh, o stands for organized in propagation. So uh, a, a successful campaign depends on a, on a very rational distribution plan to meet people right where they are at the moment where it counts the most. And N stands for numerically measured. And it just means, as I mentioned before, that we don't measure our campaigns based on whims or based on vague adjectives, but rather did it hit the mark, did it hit the uh, the goals that we set out to to meet? And, uh, and then based on that, evaluate, evaluate um, optimization opportunities. Digital bacon, folks. And I think it's aptly titled because, and I quote from Chris Brogan, Alex doesn't know how to diet because this book is fat with ideas, concepts, and work for you to do. So get your copy of Digital Bacon and Blow your digital strategy out of the water. Do it now. Now, you had Chris Brogan write this uh, forward for your book. How did you manage to make that happen as Chris is one of the you know sort of biggest influencers out there right now? Absolutely. I've been following Chris for a long time and I have a mad respect for him and for everything that he does. Uh, I have, in fact, not met Chris uh, in person. Uh, but what happened was I was at a pretty big conference, a social media conference one day, and I was in the process of uh, just about to publish my book and I needed that forward from somebody that was, you know, credible, maybe with a little bit larger platform than I. So I was at this social media conference and there was this pretty big name, which I will I will leave out, but he was he's probably the top two or three person in the industry. And, and he was speaking there and I, I was thinking about approaching him and saying, hey, you know, would you would you mind? Would you consider this? And then I said, you know what? Let me kind of reach out to Chris while I'm here at the conference. And I had had some social interactions with Chris on Twitter and whatnot. So he he kind of knew who I was. So um, I, I sent out to Chris and I said, hey, you know, here's here's my book and just kind of pitched the idea. And he said, sure, you know, send me a message and I'll, I'll consider it. Um, so he saw my book and he said, dude, Best title ever. Love the book. Let's do it. Uh, so it was a, a very <laughs> quick kind of, you know, kind of uh, transaction, if you will. But uh, n- not that it was monetary. I, I know it was just quick exchange. But um, he uh, he was very happy to do it. Um, we had a few exchanges. I actually recorded a video of my kids playing the piano and singing "Thank You, Chris" to him, and I <laughs> and I sent it to him online as a thank you. And he was like, "Dude, you got the best kids ever!" So uh, that was pretty funny. And you know, since then we've had our, our good friendly exchanges. But I do look forward to meeting him in person someday. Yeah, great stuff. Great story, man. Are there any other influencers that you follow online for your own motivation and inspiration, or? Um, you know what? I, um, I've sort of looked at, um, people for influence, but not really in the marketing space. Um, I, I, I find that I can receive inspiration and, and just kind of new ideas from, from, you know, science, from, from people in, uh, in, in, you know, all sorts of different walks. Uh, and I find that when it's not related directly to what I speak about, um, 
the way that I can transform those ideas into ideas that are applicable for, applicable for my audience comes out in a more pure fashion. And I actually teach that technique in the book in, in Digital Bacon, which um, is basically taking an idea from a different medium. It could be even, you know, culinary arts. You know, you're just taking an idea and transforming it and just kind of reshaping it in your mind and asking, how can this apply to my marketplace? And, uh, and I find that I do that a lot. You know, it's, it, you know, just reading fantasy novels or reading or watching movies. I'm in a big movie watching mode right now where I'm trying to watch like the best movies of the past hundred years. And sometimes something in the script of a movie just sparks an idea. And I said, man, this applies exactly to marketing. Let me just kind of rephrase it and quote it in one of my pieces. Um, one of my blog posts is about jazz, about how to create new ideas for your business based on improvisation. So I quote, you know, a few jazz masters and, you know, their theory, what they do. And, it, and it's amazing how well it applies to what we do. Yeah, I just think there's so many parallels in so many disciplines, whether, you know, it's talking about persistence, grit, uh, that just translate well into the small business and entrepreneurial space. You know, I really like the health and fitness shows. And again, I think I can apply a lot of that stuff uh, into what I'm doing daily in and outside of my business, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of documentaries. So I watch a lot of documentaries and sometimes the way they observe a reality in, you know, it could be something controversial. It could be just, you know, something in terms of evolution of science or whatever, but the way they observe it and then just generate conclusions out of it um, relates very much to the B in my digital bacon formula, which is all based on research facts, not jumping to conclusions, but actually just being really careful about the reality that you're observing and then generating some, what I call in the book, the 10 big ideas. So what are the 10 big ideas uh, that you can generate out of certain observations of the market about your competition? And how can you use that to further your campaign? Yeah, look, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Just amalgamate all the information and make good decisions. I think you're saying, Alex, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I'll be jumping around here towards the end here. Forgive me for that. Next question is this. Do you love to win or hate to lose and why? <laughs> that is a great, great, fantastic question. I love it. Um, I think <laughs> I am, I mean, in a nutshell, I am probably like the majority of people that I I um, I, I, I like to succeed. I like the feeling of success not only for me but for the people because I know that I've helped others when I've uh, help them achieve that feeling of success. But uh, in the same time, you know, we, uh, with maturity, I've come to, um, I won't say love failing, but I've come to appreciate the moment of in failure or when something doesn't work right, um, not seeing it as a disaster, as, as something that just crashed and burned, but rather what lessons can we derive out of that? So this is why I cannot really say that I hate to lose because um, it's kind of a strong term. You know, when you hate to lose means that you probably put yourself in a state of being blocked when when that when that lack of success comes into play, right? So I try to be as open as possible. And if something fails or if something does not succeed, what lessons can I learn out of this? And this is kind of a way to hack success because I win no matter if I win or lose. So in a nutshell, if I succeed, I win. And if I don't succeed, I win knowledge and I win experience and I win all these things that I can see it as a success as well. So um, I, I just uh, am open and I embrace you know, either, either scenario. 
Win-win, baby. That's right. And I don't, I don't know if there's necessarily a hard line between success and failure. It's just a constant learning practice, wouldn't you say? I, be- I believe so. Yeah, it's a constant learning. And that's exactly the mode that I try to put myself in is that no matter what the outcome, the circumstance, I will grow, I will learn. And I, you know, I just will take advantage of this experience. Um, I've been in the industry, like I mentioned at the beginning for 20 years. And, and, you know, believe me, a lot of the things are, well, listen, Mr. Client, we've never done this before, but we are going to put all our effort and all our focus into making this succeed. And when you put yourself in that mode, um, you, it, it comes out right because you are putting yourself in an open mode and not in a mode of, you know, if it fails, it's going to crash and burn. Like I said, it's not, it's gonna, not going to destroy, but actually you're going to learn and you're going to tweak and you're going to optimize along the way. And it just turns out that that attitude breeds the mo- has breeded the most success for us uh, across my professional history. Yep. Good stuff. Now boil this thing down for us, Alex. Why is it so important for any business to have a locked in and effective digital marketing strategy? Well, like I was saying at the beginning, creativity without strategy is pointless. If you put out content, if you put out an online presence, even the smallest bit of copy, if you don't have um, a strategy behind it, there's no point in it because you won't, you're not aiming towards any result and you won't know if you're hitting any results in the end. So having that strategy behind it is what's going to ensure your success. But in the same way, uh, create creativity without strategy is pointless. Strategy without creativity is soulless. So when you put out a strategy, you know, I, I know some people that put out these very, very tight, intricate strategies, but it's not really appealing. It's not attractive. It doesn't appeal to our soul uh, because we as human beings, we respond emotionally more than anything else. So uh, we have to put things out in a very creative mode as well. Um, and I think this is this comes to the, the idea as we as business owners, we need to have this strategy behind it. So what are, again, going from the beginning, what is our research? What is our strategy? What is What are our creative assets that we're putting out there? What is our distribution plan? And how will we measure success or failure on that plan? I think it's vitally essential for any business today. Uh, Now, that's not to say that Every business, and and it's it sounds a little bit ironic from me uh, owning a digital marketing agency, but it's not really true that every business is going to succeed in the digital realm. There's some businesses that do better, um, you know, some some brick and mortar stores and things like that. They're going to do better with having other types of direct type of promotion. But for some businesses, and I, and I would say to your audience, you owe it to yourself to discover whether the digital space is actually going to work or not for you. Uh, and, uh, and by digital, and I, 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 I travel around and I visit countries where digital means, you know, a certain social media channel or a certain tactic. And I'm talking about digital in all its respects. So everything from email to social media to digital advertising to text messages. Like, I mean, really, I'm talking about the universe of digital opportunities to reach a potential audience and to serve your clients better. You really owe it to yourself to discover whether in this world for your specific target market and for, for your specific uh, product offering, if uh, digital is right for you. And if it is, then I would say go in all in because this is the era we live in. 
And you're never going to know unless you try. And you're really going to be doing your clients, your potential clients, a disservice if you don't put yourself out there and let them know what you're offering. Now, Alex, this has been fantastic. I want to talk a little bit more about how our listeners can connect with you. How can they find you online? How can they get a copy of your book? And obviously, I want to direct them to hear more of your smooth, sultry, and expert voice on the Digital Marketing Minute. How can we find you? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, the hub where you can find almost everything about me is creative strategy tips, creative strategy tips. So uh, that's the site you'll see on the right sa- uh, uh, right hand side. You'll see a link to visit my book. And if you go to creativestrategytips.com, you'll see on the top a podcast button where you'll be able to see the tab uh, all about my podcast, how to subscribe, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, that's really where I would direct everyone to. And you can reach out to me there uh, through any of the means that I have available on the site. Again, this has been great. Alex Rodriguez, thanks so much for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thank you very much, Rob. It's been great. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today. 